Hi, and welcome to Lauren's uh, Talk Show Weekly Podcast. Um, as you've noticed tonight, uh, mostly I mute the room uh, whenever we're in commentary or interview mode. At the comments, go ahead and uh, star two, and you will your hand will raise. I'll see you. Open you up for questions or answers. All opinions, comments of my callers, they don't necessarily reflect my own. However, uh, when we're all together in any type of communication forum, there is so much to learn and so much to gain. So, without further ado, uh, let's go ahead, as they like to say in show business, let's begin the show so we can um, get to this, as they like to always call it. Hi, good evening to Lauren's podcast. Tonight, it's Wednesday, May 1st, 2019. It's a little after 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. As many of you know, the saga of my homelessness was roughly about 5.5 months. Most of the year, gone. There's so many things I want to share and how it really correlates to the targeting program. There's factions against you just about everywhere you can turn to keep you down, to keep you stuck. It's a form of trafficking in using, I think, governmental grants, etc., under the big umbrella of homelessness. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to my podcast. And let's go ahead and do this. Hi, everyone. I really do hope that uh, tonight we can uh, begin to cover some things about homelessness and how it it relates to trafficking, which, again, is any type of exploitation via sexually, labor. Um, there's another point, labor, sex trafficking, um, trafficking of identities and benefits. It's basically another human being exploiting another human being for no profit. Slavery, you know, you just get what you want from this slave and you're not, there's no contract. And uh,
All I know is that it was very, very noisy. Can you guys copy and hear me? Okay. Um, I have the, uh, I think my, this might be my own phone. Um, the neighborhood got progressively noisy as the day went on. Again, it wouldn't go to sleep until well after midnight, one, two in the morning. Uh, several houses on that block were transitional shelters. You could kind of tell very diverse group of either uh, one gender or another, either all male house or all female. Uh, this is ours. You would see when well, you can't help miss what they are, because uh, the neighborhood was majority black and and Latina. Uh, but during the business hours, you would see uh, more diversity. Uh, Asians, white, and they're basically working guys under the social uh, services system. So they're there to talk to um, adults, you know, about their issues or maybe even women that are, have been separated, uh, their children are separated, so they have to call. Sometimes uh, emancipated teenagers uh, will live in some of the houses that had violence in their homes. Um, you really... I really got a chance to see the whole family dichotomy, you know, and that was pretty mind-blowing. Um, ask me if I think most of them that are homeless are targets. I believe they are, guys. I just don't think they're, they know that they are. It makes me, you know, feel like are we the, you know, cursed or are we the privileged to be targeted and know that we're targeted? You know what I'm saying? I cannot wait to find out with Karen Milton Stewart, because I do like the title of her organization, Targeted America. Um, I'm just uh, wondering what her take is on the social system, so basically Americans. Is our country, in fact, taken captive, and we just don't know it? You know, again, are we the cursed being at this level that we're targeted, or, or what is our real purpose? Because it seems like I'm starting to feel we're a very small group because I think, I really feel a lot of Americans are targeted. They just don't know what it is. They really believe it's the economy or bad luck or Southern California is so expensive, no one can reach it. It is cash poor here. They're walking the streets like the Great Depression, guys. Okay? Young people, old people, all homeless okay it's, it's really really out there yeah and what worries me the most is honestly if california i don't know how it can maintain itself i'm so afraid when it collapses it's going to be a domino effect for all the other smaller states i, I really do worry about that um, I would like those that um, are fortunate enough, and I, again, I haven't had time. My sister's been uh, more, it's always medical. I'm busy, guys. But uh, has anyone seen the entirety of the TI rally? I hope those uh, in the community reach their home safely. Uh, number two, I wanted to um, address more than ever uh, of what I experienced and still trying to come out of it. We have factions that may 
fight us, both internal and external. And external means, you know, our perps, boo-boo to call our perp and enemy of the state, whoever's after us, the program. Internal would be those that we think we can trust, but maybe Benedict Arnold's. And that could be friends, family, love, you know, lovers, um, even fellow TIs. Um, remember that this program is supposed to, you know, it's trying to always, you know, as Dr. Horton coins the term, capture all at its net. So um, I don't know what they promise these individuals to turn them against us, but they do. However, um, I feel that we just, I'm on a journey of just truth, and, and through that connection with truth, I think I can buy, find some very true targeted individuals in this community to have close friendships with. You know what I'm saying? But we've got to, um, you know, it's a thin line we must walk. We're not trying to completely isolate ourselves. We don't want to miss either good information. And there's only a few probably that are just sprinkled in. You know what I mean? But we, you know, have to look out for ourselves, you know. And what I lived through being homeless, guys, it's, it's dangerous. And at the end of the day, you've got to take care of yourself. And all that it requires. And then still find enough strength to try and come as a cohesive, as a group, to get some work done. And that itself can be a task. Life is hard. The targeting is hard. We simply can't um, give in to the pettiness, you know. Do our very best to treat one another with dignity and respect, you know. Uh, unless you have solid, completely proven evidence, walk around all of these, you know, infiltrators, infiltrators is the word I was thinking, in the community. Just walk around them and continue to do what your purpose, stay on course, stay on course. But with one another, we can talk to one another with respect. And always remember, when they are especially being heinous and targeting us, they want to have discourse at every level. They want us isolated like crazy. Yes, to a certain degree, you have to trust someone. Just do your very best to vet them. Make sure you, you, you feel in your mind you've asked enough questions. You know what I mean? And I'm, that brings me up to the point I'm really saying, before you let a stranger in your house and, you know, be suckered in by a sad story, get to really know them. And even if you think it's a yes, you can always take the option to change your mind. Because some things in life, you simply do change your mind. I'm not lying. You change your mind. You know, things can change. They could say something you don't know. You think about it. They could be a little too weird. I don't know. And the more and more you think about it, I don't know if I want to share my space where I brush my teeth with someone that makes me feel weird. And then we have to look out for ourselves. There's a lot of vipers slithering among us. You know what I'm saying? And then last, has anybody heard the sprinkling through? I only got the tidbits off of uh, Facebook. What article, um, does anybody know what article was uh, written that Ella did an interview with? And um, please don't tell me, but they pre 
they totally either made described us as crazy or nuts. Because you know that other, I think it was the New York Times a few years ago, they wrote something really bad. It was a uh, T.I., his name is Timothy Trespass. I see some of his posts on Facebook. Anyway, they twisted this man's words around and just basically uh, put us all in a big old bag that we are delusional, you know. And if anyone wants to add about this delusional slander, it appears that I could be watching Game of Thrones, uh, a time piece. It feels like since the beginning of time to squelch dissent, they've always uh, described the person as mad or crazy. So they've been at that crazy lie for centuries, practically. And um, it's very sad to know that people won't listen to us because someone's branded us as that. So I don't care for that either. So at this time, would anybody like to share? Go right, I uh, have a, all of you unmuted. I don't think we're interrupted. You can tell me if you hear me clearly. And um, I'd love to hear your input. Um. Okay, six one two. I think you have your hand raised. Let me go ahead and click on it. Okay, six one two. I opened you up. Yeah, um, I heard what you're saying about the homeless situation. Considering the Twin mm -hmm. Cities, I was working with the homeless population in two thousand three in the Twin Cities. That would be Minneapolis, St. Paul, and okay. the population was disappearing like crazy, um, and nobody knew what was going on. As far as uh, Unemployment. Literally, mm -hmm. the Dorothy Center in um, St. Paul, and about I'd say a quarter of a mile away, because there was eight lanes of road to the River Center, which is a, a large civic center. There was eight lanes of traffic, and then there was this large field in front of Dorothy Day, and literally the homeless population in this area around 2005 would cover the whole area of Dorothy Day, would fill the building itself, and go across those eight lanes of roads, all the way down to uh, about the same distance of a church that they were infiltrated in there, and everybody was worried about losing their purse. So oh, when I was working in that population, I had a friend who um, was going through a divorce and ended up in the Salvation Center, the Salvation Army. And that poor gentleman just went through a nightmare uh, just trying to survive and help care and what they have for uh, the system. And while he was there, everybody was talking about the homeless population disappearing, and they had been for years. And I've been trying to help somebody with that, too, in around uh, 2004, uh, trying to find a home for him. And there were something like 28,000 places in the Twin Cities and over 50,000 people trying to buy for them. So this idea that uh, I think there's a built-in system that wants to make people homeless, and that's going on with us. They want to make us homeless because once you are, you disappear. And if there was a video over a year ago on Never Lose Truth where one gentleman was going down a pike bike path, and he mm -hmm. went for eight miles, and on either side of him were just rows and rows of homeless and tents and various other makeshift shelters. And I believe this was in um, Santa Rosa. And then after oh. that, they came and cleaned it up, and all those people disappeared. 
And we remember Lynette being on here where uh, supposedly 200,000 homeless are missing in uh, L.A. County alone. And that's where she saw the um, police rounding them up. She They're all speaking Russian. Remember that? Yep. Well, supposedly there's plenty of troops in this area, and the population has been disappearing like mad for quite a distance. And right now we have a very high satanic holiday today on May 1st. Beltane. And I noticed uh, when I was in St. Paul, living in South St. Paul, which was just across the river from downtown, on the nights where uh, they'd have these satanic holidays, and I really wasn't correlating anything at the time, all of a sudden the river would start to throw off steam. Steam would come up from under the uh, street fence. Uh, the uh, All the um, industry, uh, all their all the smokestacks would be going crazy, the garbage burners would be going nuts, all the government buildings would be shutting off steam. And one of the biggest ones also was this uh, large um, boiler that supposedly heated the, all of St. Paul's buildings. Well, these were going off all on satanic holidays, and the following morning all the homeless uh, seemed to have disappeared. All of a sudden the homeless crisis would disappear after those nights. So this is something to consider. Now, as we complain about PIs of like, oh, I have things to do in my life, and, you know, I've got a lot going on, and, you know, I don't have time to help anybody else. I don't have time to get a phone number to you. You know, it's been 10 months, but I don't have time to do it. You know, I have a lot going on in my life. It doesn't take much long, very long to call somebody or to do something to try to save other people. Because we have to remember, I've been homeless for a period of time. I was shut out of my, my job. This happens to many uh, TIs, and we're not far from a situation where we can be homeless. And a lot of times these people are going disappearing, and they're disappearing permanently. And the time that you're too busy to do anything or to care about anyone else, you better remember, as it's said in the Bible, in the times of your distress when you call on to me when you, uh, because you did not carry the, uh, the widow and the orphan, in the time of your distress when you call on to me, I will not hear your cry. So what we sow, so we shall reap. If we don't have time to take care of other people, then they won't have time for you. And we better remember that. Because if you don't have other, one thing that probably saved you big time with all the stuff that you were seeing around you in uh, L.A. is you had somebody there looking after you. you. You and your sister had each other, and that probably saved you a multitude of problems. But another thing that you experienced um, with your sister with the MS thing uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to bring that up. My mother had um, MS, and so did my grandmother. And you look back at this. This goes to Plum Island. This goes to your Alzheimer's. This goes to Parkinson's. This goes to Lyme, which I currently have. Um, but they did an MRI, and nothing wrong with my brain, thank heavens. Um, MMS, people, you've got to get it. Uh, this stuff is in the water supply. It's in the food supply. It's in everything. Almost everyone has it. And what we have is parasites and everything also. And you can go in and look at Dr. Alan McDonald and look him up. And what it is is he found that the University of Georgia, people have parasites when you usually have these diseases. And they're finding most TIs have these parasites. And what you have is these worms roaming throughout your body. And literally, these worms will eat your brain. So when they were talking about like that zombie thing, they were kind of laughing at another way that's happening. And it's, it's called Borrelia burgdorferi. And this is associated with all those autoimmune diseases. Now, this can also go with the mind control because as your deteriorated mind, also if you're chipped or anything else, they can drive you like a car. 
So then all of a sudden, reasonable situations would happen with my mother, and she'd go off in a tangent absolutely nuts. And you're just like, what was that? And so you can understand situations like that. It's like you weren't expecting it, and it would come out of nowhere. And we've got to look that this is happening to a lot of, a lot of us around us. And so we have to prepare and get this MMS and start taking it seriously because tomorrow, we may not have tomorrow. We may have tomorrow today with some of us who have homes and everything else, but there's a lot of us that at this very moment, they are not going to have tomorrow. I'm thinking right now, considering the night that we have, how what's going to happen with all those garbage burners going off in the Twin Cities and the following morning, all of a sudden the homeless population just kind of went away? The correlation does make you think. Yes, it and does. There's a lot of people talking about this nationwide. There's a lot of pastors talking about all the missing homeless. Most people are too obsessed with their own lives to be able to take the time to think about somebody else. And we've got to start doing that because we don't have the time or the luxury not to care about other people because as our numbers go down, so does our security and our safety. As their numbers increase and our numbers decrease, well, then all of a sudden they're going to have to start cannibalizing on themselves. And right now they don't want to see that as an option. Hey, sorry, I have kittens dying behind me in the background as well. But yeah. that's it. Thank you. Thank you very much, Kim, for sharing. Thank you. Uh, I didn't. Very good point made. Does anyone else like to share at this time? Something to talk about? Hi, Lynette. Welcome. How are yeah, you? How are you doing? Oh, tired, but we're hanging in there. We, we finally have a place, Lynette. It's, it's been ridiculous. Thanks for sending me a text today to let me know the show was on, you know. Appreciate that. Yeah, I haven't felt like I haven't touched bases with you in several months. Are you still well you are you on the phone surviving? Are you okay? Well, uh you know, I'm making money because of my talent. Oh great. And, but this but the psychological warfare they've been doing on me has been increased, but the actual like gang stalking, like cars and things has decreased, which I don't understand, but I'm grateful for it. Well, they, they can they've uh, changed. They've changed from doing the car color code on me to doing where cars do U-turns in front of me. Wow. Uh, sometimes they'll try to be. You have to be careful. Those could be luring you into uh, traffic collision, accident, staged. To uh, get some kind of, you know, yeah, through insurance, car insurance, roll, roll up. It could be, for well, all of us that drive, you have to be extra careful a little bit because they're out there for trouble, you know? Right. So they'll do that too. That happened to me about five or six years ago in an accident. So I've, cut, I've changed a lot how I drive, let's put it that way. Yeah, they do like real intricately uh, orchestrated. Um, psyops stuff mm -hmm. so like like for instance they have a friend they have someone that befriended me and her name happens to be Lynette just a coincidence and she has a boyfriend that's stalking her now and she just found out well he tried to po he poisoned her twice right and I'm telling her about gang stalking and she's like you might be getting gang stalked but I'm not and I was like alright so she cut me out of her life for saying that and now she She's back in my life saying, oh, my God. But she doesn't, she won't admit the gang stalking, but this guy, we looked him up, 
He's got rape charges. He's got a fucking a rap sheet a mile long. And he and I told her when I first met her that her man was one of my perps, right? And now fast forwarding to the future. That was a year ago. Now fast forwarding to the future now, and just found out this guy has a, has a conviction for rape. You know what, in this program, especially with a lot of us that are uh, trafficking, a lot of these uh, male uh, perps, uh, you guys, are uh, sex offenders. And wherever you live, you can get on a sex offender website, everyone, and just, you know. Yeah, they just did the psyops on me today. The psyops they did on me today was, uh, like, about two months ago, the police drew guns, on, and it was all street theater in my book because they walked him down the street and let him go. And I was like, whoa. So first you're going to draw guns on this guy in front of everybody, but then you don't even arrest him for nothing? Like, that's kind of bizarre. So I was like, okay, it's a street theater, right? Now today they just sent that same dude that the police had, you know, drew guns on him to come and harass me all day to make it work, like, like be a psycho like while I'm trying to sell my art. So they were trying to infiltrate that. Yeah. So it's, it's been more, more psychological stuff than, uh, yeah. And Lynette, you're up north. Did you go to the rally? Uh, has anyone out there, and she had us on hold, has anyone out there um, seen the entire um, videotape of the rally? Does anybody know how it went? Um, did they reach a lot of the public? Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, so it's it's really weird. They've done, but they but it does seem like they're trying to get me to run into a vehicle. Like, like I'll be driving down the street about maybe 35 miles per hour, and a car will be on the right side parked. And it'll just, like, pull out with no signal and do a U-turn and just, like, and then speed off really fast. Like, they were waiting for me to almost pass them so they could do the maneuver. Well, they'll, yeah, they'll do that. To, um, again, everyone, they make money with these staged uh, automobile accidents. You want to hear something crazy that they did to me? Like, really crazy, out there crazy. Okay, so I drove 400 miles on a on some gang stalking BS that was supposed to be a business thing, but it turned out to be gang stalking BS, right? So I drive all the way to LA, the Bay Area, right? As soon as I get off the 101 onto Sunset Boulevard, right? As soon as I make the right onto Sunset Boulevard, I'm going down Sunset. They have, I mean, a guy on a motorcycle, like do some like stunt, like a motorcycle stunt where he's like sliding down the street toward my windshield, right? And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I'm thinking the guy's dead. Like he's riding sideways, like dragging his body down the street with sparks flying and everything, right? And then I'm thinking, is this guy okay? So I do a U-turn and call the police, like, yo, this uh, man down. And the guy gets up and just walks into the crowd like nothing even happened and left his motorcycle in the middle of the street. And the police came, and it was like he just disappeared in the crowd. Like it was totally orchestrated. And I, and I had a friend of mine in the car, and I said, oh, my God, they, they really used a stunt, car, a stunt driver 
to do some street theater that was meant to, to trigger me, like to, to have me like on edge. You see a motorcycle flying at your windshield, it's going gonna, it's gonna to traumatize you, believe me. Yeah, it's quite scary. <laughs> I mean, we'll be fighting. So do you think that they would be capable of hiring, like, a, I mean, and it was Hollywood, so it wouldn't be that hard for them to, to like, summon a motorcycle stunt guy, right? No, they can do that. They can, actually. So that's what it seemed like. And I'm, like, looking around, I'm like, and then the guy had, like, because I used to date a, 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 a street racer, right, a motorcycle street racer, and they have, like, special gear that if their body slides on the concrete, the gear is designed where it protects you. And that's exactly what it seemed like. But I'm thinking, like, wouldn't he have, like, broken bones, too? Like, I don't know. He just got up, walked off in the crowd, left his bike in the middle of Sunset Boulevard, and just disappeared. I believe it. It's, you know, it was always pretty elaborate. Uh, we haven't had the full campaign out here uh, anymore, but when it first started, Lynette, it was really off the chain a bit. And most of them, you know, Los Angeles, I think most of them were like E-rated actors, too. So they make this is like a business out here for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they. I'm sure they have a list of people that do stunts, do donuts. I get a lot of. You know what I get a lot of uh, people that do donuts like around me or with an earshot or like just randomly doing donuts. And I'm like, do these people have? Um, do they can they afford new tires? Because like tires are really expensive. And yes, they are. Yes, they are. So I guess they buy them new tires. I want you to sit there and do donuts in front of her house for like four hours. Exactly, to, to sort of terrorize you. Uh, as we talked about, the whole thing is to keep us in a state of uh, everyone terror. They want to keep us from critical thinking. Um, if you prayer, meditation, whatever can get you to that quiet Oh, I didn't even tell you what they've done uh, uh, to my vehicles, right? I have an update. Oh, yeah, it's been a while we've talked. You know what they did? So I was driving to L.A. at another time, right? And I'm driving a new new BMW that I bought. They put a lock on my serpentine belt and destroyed my engine on the car. Oh, my God. Yeah, I never even knew you could do that. They just go underneath your car. They probably did it while I was sleeping in the vehicle. Wow. That's how sick they had to have been to do that to my car. Did they did the uh, insurance pay when they realized what happened? Um, no, the insurance insurance is not paying for it because well, I guess they would because it's vandalism. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But if they ruin yep. an engine, that, that's, like, very expensive. Again, what's yeah, you know what? I'm going to call them and see what's up with that. You know, uh, what Tim just said, they want to keep us broke. They always, you know, they want to keep us... I don't think it covers broke. maintenance, though. I don't think my anybody's insurance covers maintenance. Oh, is that how they want to type it? I thought it would type it as a crime or break-in. Oh, yeah. See, I should have... See, but now it's too late to document, but when the guy took the oil pan off the car, that's when we saw the lock, and the lock looked like it had heated up and got heated up because it was on the, it was on the belt. 
you know, on the belt, like it was rubbing against the uh, the pulley, the serpentine belt pulley. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so oh. that car is totally down, and and it's gonna cost like three hundred dollars just for the parts. Oh my and God. then you know uh, they've already oh yeah even the even the BMW dealer was in on it. They after they charged me like I don't know over a thousand dollars to fix some hose that they said was the problem. Then they're like oh no you have a leaky radiator and uh, we want twenty five hundred dollars to fix that, but we can't guarantee the work. You're the dealer. Are you serious? Get out of here, man. You built the damn car, but you can't fix it. That's crazy. They want to keep you out. Uh, here we go again. Everyone listen carefully. They want to keep us out of our cars or driving. Or I got some notice a few days ago saying they didn't get my proof of insurance. So I have to pay some money and give them a copy of my insurance when they've already registered me. See, we have a lot of factions are coming at us for money. And, and it's... Uh, Kim really described earlier, um, and that can open up things with all this targeting. What is a good goal plan? I mean, really, how can we truly come together as a group? Oh, can someone mute themselves? You're kind of loud. I'm going to mute myself for a minute because I'm outside and I don't want it to be, you know, but okay. I'll, I'll unmute when I'm back in my vehicle. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Everyone, if you, um, if you uh, have something to do and stuff, you can always uh, star six to mute yourself uh, and just open right back up. And, uh, that way we can uh, we can um, and, um, actually just uh, talk work out better. Uh, at this time, does anyone have anything further they'd like to share? Homelessness, trafficking, the one that keeps going down. Uh, how to, you know what I mean? Any concrete strategies that we could have Bring ourselves together and try to help one another. The program could be isolating. Um, our, our community community can sometimes isolate either being, again, uh, a lot of people are in bad health, the bad way. They can't do more. And they have a, uh, you know, I'm not trying to make excuses, but they do have a spread uh, around the country. Um, as far as new uh, progressive information, I believe Homeland Security has developed a new agency. Um, I believe it's a link I might have gotten from Deb from the uh, Midwest area. Um, I was curious about that. Uh, reparations are being addressed. I think it's called uh, ADOS. I always think of it as adios without the I. ADOS is now standing for American of slavery, working on reparations with that. And I had a feeling, but I don't know if I want to believe that or not, because Spike Lee at the Oscars was opening something at 400 years. So whatever they're about to spend, I don't know if it's legit or, you know, staged. We shall see. 
Um, and for that matter, if anyone knows about the article that I believe uh, some, something quoted uh, in Ella's uh, To Deal with Ella, has anyone read that article? Because being a TI, what I, the few articles written about us um, have never been favorable. So I, I'm sort of at the, the path that I don't, I just, at this time, I don't think media is our friend. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that can change sometime in the future. That would be terrific. But they pretty much want to describe us all as, as paranoid lunatics. And it's really awful to get a bum rap. But honestly, I have not read the article. Uh, so much can be going on. And um, I do know all this bad, uh, you know, negative remarks that we get in our community, it, it kind of blocks our advancement. You know what I'm saying? And Because um, you just don't know how readers and viewers are. I just, I'm at the point sometimes with my own quiet frustration. How do we expose this for, you know, the American citizens? To, you know, get a grip on. If everything is sewed up, who who do we really go to? I'm wondering if we need a movement similar to what's going on in France, that we need to align with other targets. They may not be at the level we are on, but we're all targeted. And just as a multitude of victims, cry out into the streets. We're getting very, very tired of this. Again, which brings me back to the rally. Um, how was it? Did anyone go or watch the video? No? So, or for that matter, uh, any open topic that anyone would like to address right now? The Recording seems to be going okay. Um, so far, you know, people are saying the knock on wood, so good. Um, I have to touch bases again, everyone, with Karen, and I hope to touch bases with her tonight because I will definitely send you guys uh, either Facebook or text message. If uh, her crew can uh, show up this Saturday, that will be good because, honestly, I want to know about her new organization. I just know the title. That's all I know. I haven't looked it up. Targeted America. I like the title. Straight up, I like the title. So, I am, I am actually very, very curious about it. I want to know what she's doing. I have... Uh, moments where I am uh, still a little um, nervous uh, when it comes to um, adjusting the new region. Just uh, a lot of a lot of funky stuff, guys. So it hasn't been great. The floor is your guys, as they like to call it. Does anyone have anything they'd like to talk about? Please share. Um, 
White House counsel to get the Justice Department to investigate you and former FBI Director James Comey. Uh, today, the Attorney General reviewed and questions as to whether the White House had yeah. ever directed him to initiate this Okay, everyone, uh, if you uh, have a question or like to share, someone's noise is in the background, so I just muted everyone. You can have it quiet like that. Um, if anyone has any questions they'd like to share, uh, I think uh, if any of you watch PBS, um, Louis Gates, I think he does a show called Finding Your Roots. He narrated um, the Civil Wars uh I guess post after the war ended, um, then they went in to um, talk about reconstruction. And it's a four-hour series, and it really depicts all the problems with reconstruction and basically why it never really happened. So a lot of things that we learned in our American history when we were kids in school um, has been very, very ill-fabricated. It's not at all what we think. So... Any of you Civil War buffs that just like American history, I believe you will enjoy that four-hour series. And it was done this year, 2019, on PBS uh, called Reconstruction. And I think it's parts one through four. Louis Gates is going to be the narrator. And done very, very well. Very, very thorough. So, uh, I like it a lot. History, as all we're going down this wheel, like when we want to keep, I want to align back with angels to bring the information of VTK, get on the grid, and uh, figure out if, in fact, is this nanotechnology, number one, implanted in certain targeted individuals, how it's implanted, what it is, uh, a brief description of nanotechnology, you know, before we do it, and how to get rid of it, you know. Yes, I've heard about areas to record it, and, and, and that's all good, and you'll have your evidence. Evidence is good. Keep it. When, it, when the, again, when the scales turn to our favor, and I keep praying for that, you know what I mean? You've got your evidence down. You're ready, okay? I am really open and interested in getting all truth laid out. That's why I don't want to attack any particular topic unless I know I have a couple of credible sources and which I'll state with you guys to look up yourself as well. I meant what I said Saturday um, that uh, before we were you know, interrupted with all that problems with the phone and talk shoes. Guys, I really, really want us to become as not really as knowledgeable as possible. Because I know every every enemy, every foe has a weakness and I just think they keep us on a roller coaster of emotions that they make it near to impossible to think clear and logical. Sometimes when they want to hit or bump our heads or brains to, you know, sort of break the um, the mind control, 
Um, we have heard various forms of music help. Uh, those uh, isochronotic tones really help. Binaural beats help as well. Spiritually, read the scriptures and your Bible. The true direct pipeline to the Most High. You know, and it's not even realized, but I, it took me a while in being homeless, unable to get there. Just accept there's a lot of falsehoods that are presented, and they're going to be presented, everyone, both externally and internally. And it's something about when you just lay shit out like that, that I'm not trying to say embrace the fear and get all weird and uptight. Because this program wants to make us odd, peculiar, uptight that, shoot, we won't even enjoy having a, a Coca-Cola. You know what I'm saying? And it's, you know what? I've been a target now for five or six years, and I don't see, you know, any of my tormentors just letting me free. Shit's got to be exposed and in a big way. And this shit is jumping off to a lot of unfortunate citizens in whatever countries they reside in. It's global. Okay, and definitely a lot of municipalities and agencies are on board. We have a lot of gatekeepers internally to micromanage us closer. They they'll try to get you know lovers, close friends, family, mutual TIs to get on the perp brigade and further you know moving closer to us. The whole purpose is to deconstruct our lives. But you know what? Our lives belong to God, and he has not ordained them. They can try these systems at us. I'm just saying, take care of yourself. Sometimes I believe they can get into uh, faster with mind control if we haven't uh, maybe taken our daily medications. If you have to take medications to regulate, you know, cholesterol or high diabetes, what I'm stressing on is, honestly, take care of yourself. Uh, try to eat properly. Don't don't uh, don't fuel on tea or coffee and, and an empty stomach. Uh, try to break your fast at least before noon every time you wake up. Everyone, again, that's all a part of deconstructing us. You know, try to watch, you know, spiritual, philosophical, or intellectual overall. You know, content. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong to have our comedy fix, you know, a couple of hours a day. That's so cool. We all need to smile and laugh. But um, I saw in this program, especially being homeless, you know, check it out. I think they really, really put a lot of effort in dumbing us down. Uh, and they're all, uh, again, that factions working against it. You know, number one, our media, you know. They're going to put a lot more, you know, mindless stuff on cable and TV. But if you have access to the web or the weather's getting warm in most of our states now, it's May, um, invest in a library card, guys. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times they'll let you spend quite a few hours on their terminal. Get your earbuds and um, for free, download a lot of programs. as we work and as we're zooming in to be activists to fight this program, feed our minds and bodies and souls. You know what I mean? Because we're, we're, we're trying to strive for even in this condition. 
in this condition, we're all a human being. You know what I'm saying? We all have our own views, opinions. And I want my show to be a platform of not only presenting speakers that are showing progressive ideals. I want to hear from you and hear, you know what I mean, where you're at. You know what I mean? What you research, what you want to talk about. And more importantly, give us some good strategy. Kim shared that we all need to care about each other. Beaten down, and I know all of us can make excuses, blah, blah, blah. I'm busy with her chronically ill sister. I can't abandon her. That's all true, true. But tonight, maybe we can write it down or jot it on our own paper. Are we talking no more than, you know, 15 minutes to a half an hour? Perhaps we touch bases with a few targets in our community every day or at least every other day. I know we get busy. Hey, I'm alive. Are you alive? Are you okay? New information that could be swapped. Um, I may not personally, you know, align closely with the moderators, but I still feel in my heart there's an awful lot of targets that mean no harm that want to grow and learn as well. Spread the word. I'm certainly going to spread the word about the call on social media and, for that matter, any other outlets. We're going to grow in numbers, but I feel, honestly, I haven't even touched the, the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot, probably, of targets out there that many of us, you know, haven't reached yet, but we want to grow, you know what I'm saying? And definitely, you know, growing information-wise. We just want to know what's happening. So. If it's quiet, guys, and I will um, go ahead. We have a small call tonight, so I really uh, seven one five has a question. You're unmuted. Seven one five, you're unmuted. Go ahead. Hi, Lauren. I just wanted to say I'm glad you're having your calls again. Hey, how y'all are you, Miss Steph? How's it going, yeah. baby? Yeah, all right, I guess. I'm still here. Okay, you're still surviving and alive, okay? Yeah. That's all we can do, baby cake. Um, Deb, did yeah. you get a chance, by a chance, to watch uh, most of the uh, TI rally? Uh, I know a lot of people couldn't. I couldn't go, guys, but it looked really nice where they were sitting. It looked pretty. Yeah. I watched some of them. I mean, I didn't go through all of them, but I saw Megs had some tech tech issues, and I'm sorry and to a, hear that. Yeah, and then a friend of a friend that went, Kendra, she did did some videos of, of some of it too. So I checked them out. Oh, good. good. I mean, you know, I think it's good that they're getting some awareness out there, but. We need a lot more than that to wake people up because, you it's know. Something, yeah, we need something, you know what I'm saying, and we need a lot more of us. And the main thing, I'm really thinking more of us means more targets that aren't even aware they're targeted, but in fact they are targeted. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you read that article, the one that they said Ella did the interview, was it like that New York Times? Because I'm telling you guys, the media has not been a T.I. friend. I'm going to say it straight up. The media 
Yeah, it seems like every time media does something, yeah, it sounds positive at first, but then they put some kind of twist on it to make it not good for us. Kind of like, well... Yeah, I I do know. Like the 60 Minutes thing on the um, uh, Cuban and China embassy people, FBI Mm -hmm. guy is sitting there saying, well, we don't know nothing about energy weapons, and it's like that's total bullshit because they have conferences to show off their weapons, and I I can't pull up the name of the um, thing. Patrick would know it. Um, but directed energy conference right across the street from their headquarters in D.C. So there is no way, and even some of their files um, show they're well aware and use these weapons, so he can't, I mean, how can they let him get by with saying it? A lot of people send in documentation and stuff on that, and they just, like, ignored it, you know? Mm. And then spun it the way they wanted to spend it, of course. Exactly. Um, you guys, it saddens me, but, um, you know, again, I believe, again, uh, the few articles written about us, it's been whack. Okay, what can I say? I, I believe the media is captured as well. Well, wait, of course it is. Wait, wait, wait. Of course it is. <laughs> but they're not going to, um, we got to find other avenues or alternative media, maybe, alternative media. Because 612, you wanted a question. I'm opening up the queue as well. Yeah, I think only alternative media is good. Mhm. You know, but it's there are a lot of people that are targets, don't really know it, and a lot quite mind controlled, brainwashed, no. whatever you yeah. want to call it. Yo, that definitely. Only watch mainstream media, and if you try to show them something else, they go, "Oh, that's just YouTube, or this, or that's just on the internet," and it's like, you know. It's hard to That's right. They won't they won't buy it unless it is on mainstream, guys. So, you know, you you have a point there. Yeah, you have a point. It's very see, that's the Achilles heel. That's I mean it's disheartening to even say it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that's you know, if 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 we could get it on mainstream and they wouldn't put that twist on it uh. to make it not sound like it's a valid issue then I think, you know, we could get really a lot farther, a lot faster. Uh, I don't see that happening since mainstream media is all owned. It's exactly, it's captured. Yeah, it is owned. Then it has to be something that fractures all these factions that are owned. You know what I'm saying? Something that that leaks out that, you know, that's too horrible that, you know, the masses, Lauren. And I don't know what that'll be, guys. I don't know. You know? But we're going to plug along, and uh, that's, that's going to be the million-dollar question. How do we get what's going on to us, guys? It's a good question to mainstream media. That's how we're going to reach the masses. The masses listen more to mainstream media than alternative media. And I, I believe that. Sure. I believe it. 
Yeah, I guess if we had some really good hackers that decided to take up the cause and put it on mainstream media for about two months, maybe a few more people would wake up. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. Or do they look at, well, maybe they may look at it and say, nah, put me back to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, that could be too. You know, because, you know, nobody wants to live with what we're living through, okay? What can I say? We are totally dry sandwich. We're screwed over there. Oh, yeah. So, um, so when people see YouTube, they just say it's YouTube. If it's not on real TV, they're not really going to be listening. Well, the yellow jackets in Paris are on mainstream news now. Yeah, we may have to go that route and join up with a few other groups that have the same interests that we do. You know, because basically they're targeting a lot more people than just the TIs. Exactly. You know, you got the anti-5G, which is something that will affect every living thing on the around it. Uh, smart meters, mm-hmm. anti-vaxxers, the anti-chemtrails. I mean, you got the gun gun owners, the vegans, because they try to institutionalize them for their food choices and... You know, so we got a lot of groups that we could get involved with. Yes, we do. Because they're subjugating the groups, guys. They just want to make sure the groups don't connect with each other. Yeah, the old uh, divide and conquer tactic. Exactly. Exactly. That's all it is. That's all they're doing. And they have better control of, of us, as well as the other groups, by us not reaching out to one another. Right. Well, maybe we can look. Um, I can set another ideal. Maybe we can find out if there's a website or something on social media about the yellow jackets. Anonymous, who wears the mask. You're right. Gun holders, you know. Uh, spiritual, the Israelites are waking up. So, um, um, all these groups that they're trying to block. Yeah. Do you have any ideas how to reach them? Do I have any ideas on what? On how to reach out to the other groups. Um, Well, I guess, you know, go to some of their things, you know, their events that they have, or even call them and talk to them about it, you know. I mean, we may not get a response back, but, hey, it's worth a shot. It's all worth a shot, then. It's all worth a shot there. There is nothing, you know, I want all of us to say been there, done that, tried that, you know, let's try to do that. Because we have to grow bigger than just TI. Oh, yeah. And also, 
maybe look at some of the holistic um, health people. That's another angle, oh, too. Oh, great. Very good idea. A lot of, they murdered a lot of doctors in that field. Oh, yeah. Uh, for law enforcement, the Oath Keepers, they might have been targeted cops. Yeah. They might have been. Um, there's a lot of groups out there, guys, as we think about it, because the truth is with this New World Order, they're trying to subjugate everyone. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know what, what bringing out that stuff about the kids cheating in college some of you listening to me right now may have some input. Are they trying to dissuade the edu university education from everyone? Because, you know, to know that a rich person can lie and get a high SAT score in itself is collapsing the whole environment of colleges. And I believe a lot of them are under violence right now. Is that right? There's some shooting or something going on at our college campuses, higher education. Or for that matter, the violence period is really increasing. Again, they're making us kind of numb up towards violence in essence. What's around the corner? What's really around the corner? Something's coming. We all can feel that. You feel a storm's coming? I, I feel a storm is coming, Deb. I do. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Just it's just trying to really figure it out. We get we have to the big goal is to reach is to connect the all the other groups. We need to be touching hands. Yeah. That's what we need to do. There's a lot more of us than there is of them if we get all the groups together. Exactly. Exactly. Because um and there's so much more of this we can learn, and probably by banding together, similar guys to the young yellow jackets in Paris. Yeah, maybe hey, that may be something to do. It may be get hooked up with enough of the other groups where we really have the volume of people getting involved. You know, exactly. Um, this is a social, I mean, this is, these are crimes against humanity. And I think each and every one of us, we were tired of suffering in silence. Oh, yeah. You know, um, I'm going to save Deb that question. Uh, everyone, Karen uh, Stewart really has a strong interest in uh, social um, injustices. So I'm gonna, gonna, I hope she does, and her crew comes on this weekend. Because Deb, I want to save that question. What is the best? What are some good methods to reach out to those groups? That's what we do. Keep reaching out to all the other groups under subjugation. Yes. Yeah. Because they're they their objective is to enslave us all, period. Well, enslave or kill us. After yes. all, 
you know, they want to get rid of, you know, I've heard anywhere from 70 to 95% of us. That's right. So. The, you mean the guy, the Georgia guy stone? How they wanted to. Yeah, and, you know, look at Gates and his vaccine, vac, vaccine program. Oh, we can drop the population down, you know? Exactly. And, you know, what? he says this, and guess what? People still say it's not on mainstream, it's just on YouTube, right? Okay. Yeah. No, because so when mainstream says it, they go, look how wonderful they are. They have this foundation, and they give free vaccine to put out to all these poor people to protect them. No, it's to kill them. It's to kill them, yeah. It's, it's a newfound way of eugenics, basically. Exactly. Or it never, or, or it never stopped, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they it just never found really them. stopped. They just got they never more sophisticated in their delivery and their lives to the people and got more people going... Oh, isn't that wonderful? They donated all their, you know, which is just pocket change to them to, um, you know, do this for people when it's really not do it for them, it's do it to them, and it's not really help them, it's to kill them. Exactly. Exactly. And And brainwashed people Mm -hmm. that watch mainstream are too brainwashed to see it. Um. Do you feel sometimes there's something even in our TVs that could be further mind-controlling us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, you know, it's either about some food station, fighting someone in court, or seeing how big Kim Kardashian's booty's getting. That's getting, it is, you know, really bread and circuses, guys. I mean, what's up? Exactly. And definitely keep us fed, so you'll see just about every minute on the minute some type of great-looking food, okay? They want, want us to be fat as possible <laughs> and mentally mentally very slow. Um, what do you think, Deb, uh, for a few minutes? What keeps your mind so active? What did you say that really helps you? Well, I've always been able to block out stuff. Like okay. TV and different things, so it's like background noise, but it's like blocked out. Whereas, you know, other people sit for hours in front of it. One thing I don't do is it, it might be on, but I'm not really watching it, watching it, you know. I'm doing okay. all kinds of other stuff, so I guess actually probably, you know, getting up and doing things probably has helped me the most, you know. I mean, with having the guys to take care of and all that, I'm not sitting around that much. I'm getting up and doing stuff. Even when I'm on the computer, I'm getting up and walking away from it a lot. Okay. Do you you feel the... And out of curiosity, um, just a good question, though. Do you feel the uh, mind control capability of the TV? Do you think they do the same thing to the computer? They will have you on a type of, you know... Yeah, I, I think they. Yeah, I think they can. Okay. Because you know, it could. Yeah, you I, know. Wow. Okay. Because you know what? I really do. Then here we go again. We have a whole lot of 
external and internal factions. You know what I mean? Armies against us. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They are determined, everyone, to dumb us down. Okay? They want us to lay down and allow all of this crap to blanket our... Well, wait a minute. Why did they target us at this level if we're not supposed to be trying to find a solution to get out of it? Yeah. Oh, my God. So you don't... You have the TV on, but what you can share... To, like you shared tonight with us, Deb, don't just fixate and sit there, you know, just looking at it, right? Yeah. I mean, my mom does that, and it's like, well, yeah, she's controlled by it. Do you feel that um, at times when she takes a break and doesn't watch it, do you feel she's less controlled, or you can see a difference? Yeah. See, guys, that's important. Watch the TV. Wow. Is all the programming you think affects you and her, or do you think it's certain programs? I think that at certain programs and certain commercials. Oh, you know what? Definitely the commercials. What did I just say? Every minute they're showing you something really incredible to eat or the Food Network stations, which I do personally like, but you know what I mean? But it is, yeah, it can can lock in on you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, we've all seen, you know, take a break from the media as much as, you know, TV, as much as you can. Um, thank you for sharing us, actually, Jack, and giving us some insight. Um, oh, have yeah. to my, yeah. The other thing that they push a lot is the fast food, which we all know has... Oh, yeah, they do. ...the nanotech stuff in it. And that just gets us more infected with their shit. Ah, so so I I take it you and your mom do not eat fast food. I don't. You don't? Okay. I don't. How do you feel? How do you feel? She eats what she wants, and I don't. You don't. I mean, I used to, but I quit that. You know. Are you you vegan, or do you think you just really eat very healthy? no, actually, um, I went kind of pretty much vegan because the meat put tasting right to me, even the venison. Wow. It's like, okay, you it, I don't need that. Putting na- are they putting nano in the meat, you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think so, yeah. But I, even when I was eating venison, it started not tasting right. But then again, the deer are out in the environment... You know, and they're getting sprayed with the chemtrails and all that, so I'm sure that they, you know, are <clears throat> probably infected with that for sure. And, of course, they have had the CWD problem up in this state, chronic wasting disease, which is Jacob's, Jacob Crunsfeld disease in humans. Um, mm. You know, so, like, they, they test. Like deer hunting and that, you can take them and have them tested to see if they have it or not. Right in this immediate area, they haven't had an issue with it. But, um, but yeah, I basically eat healthy because I, when I feed the guys, I pretty much eat with them. 
you know, and eat the nuts and and that kind of stuff. Oh, okay, that's good. And then I that's do a good. lot of a lot of the supplements and that. So, and I don't really eat that much, you know. It's it's like because you don't need to, and then of course uh, you don't end up, you know. I guess the last thing I was just really thinking about, do you, do you feel a heck of a lot better pulling off a fast food out of curiosity? Do you, does your body and everything you feel better? Yeah, it seems to be, but then with the targeting, you know, it, it gives you other issues, you know. Oh, okay. But I, I have a feeling that it would be way worse at this point if I was still oh. doing fast food and that kind of stuff. Uh, do you drink sodas and stuff too? Because we're all we're taking it in tonight, you guys. I'm gonna make an effort yeah. to pull off, pull off a Burger King. Yeah, uh-huh. I quit the sodas and stuff too. Actually, what uh-huh. I drink more of now is like the aloe juice. And what does it taste like? How does that taste? Um, it actually doesn't taste like much unless you get. It's called aloe, but it's like A L O, and it's got the aloe juice, and then they have, like, different fruits mixed with it. And that really tastes pretty good. That sounds good. I was just thinking that for a second as I was listening to you. I, mean, I wonder what that tastes like. Um, you know what? Uh, I'm oh, going to I drink try everything. And yeah. the kombaka. What is that now? Um, it's a, like, it's a kind of fermented kind of stuff like it's got green tea and um and then like um they have one that's um gt's synergy which is like they have raspberry and chia seeds in it and it's got green tea black tea mm-hmm. and then um seeds, raspberry juice, and organic, and it's organically produced, and it's like kind of fermented. So, and it gives you like the probiotics and stuff, which is, it's good. It sounds good. It does, it does sound good. And um, anyone, if you need, um, you have to repeat that. Please take it in. Uh, I can't stress it enough. Uh, with the targeting, we all need to change our habits a bit, guys. I mean, so, you know, try to eat a little bit healthier. And by the way, the fast food, but eating out is well out here. It's terribly expensive, and it's not very good. So the prepared food, and I can't speak for anyone else in this area. It's not very good. It's very expensive. Well, let's try to figure out ways to reach out to other groups that are targeted. Either they don't know they're targeted or, or again, they might have divided and conquered them, guys, where they're not reaching out to because they have you all paranoid and scared and shit. And then on top of that, following, harassing, and then the pain, torture. Including in my, in my, I think all of it is is horrible. But B2K, <laughs> um, there you cannot get away from the voices. 
That's what makes B2Ks just horrific. You can't ever mute them. It's horrific. Um, yeah. But all of it is really, really bad, everyone. All of it. And Kim, thank you for sharing. It's not, I know you, you stay in the cut a lot, baby, but I'm really glad that you are enlightening us about your healthy diet that you eat. I'm proud of you, and I want to know if anybody else uh, needs her to repeat it. I wrote down a few things myself. We need to clean up our, our, our diet eyes out there. Come on, family. Summertime is coming. We're going to feel better. Let the perps be disgusting and pimply faced, okay? <laughs> you know, not us. Because um, I, yeah. I do believe you with the fast food. It's junk. It is junk. 612, you had your hands up too? Well, I, well, let me go ahead and unmute everyone, you know, that way. It's a small call tonight. And it's no, the other uh, the other thing I was going to say is, um, and Luda usually has some good tips on on diet and, and supplements. See what I'm too. saying? There is some wonderful people in the community, guys. I'm not lying. Not all of them are, you know, weirded out. Some of them, a lot of them still think within our community. Again, we have to all under some guys touch hands. And I think the key just is all these groups are subjugated. They just don't know other groups are subjugated keeping us all isolated, and start eating better. Do you feel like your diet makes you process clearer and everything? Oh, it does, but the targeting makes up for that and takes it away. But I, you know, I think I would be a lot worse with the targeting. Yeah. I mean, let's Um, face it, with the the stuff in the food mm -hmm. and... You know all that kind of stuff. It affects you, so it, and it makes the targeting more effective, so to speak. You know they kind of work together. Okay. I you know, like all the, and you know, kind of like the the sugar feeds some of the stuff, and they add the sugar and corn syrup to everything that's processed, pretty much. You know, along How with about who knows the what else. How about all the mercury and lead that they find in high fructose corn syrup? That's also a conductor, and it also dissolves your brain. Where, where do they put, what kind of food do they add that stuff to? Uh, anything with high fructose corn syrup. For some reason, they have no idea. Um, lead and mercury are high levels in high fructose corn syrup. So uh, my guess would be that it probably be X. So you just have a couple oh. drops of that. Um, in your system, like the Marisol, and it can cause autism in kids. So there's so many problems. But um, I think one of the reasons, like with Deb, is I don't watch TV. I don't think I've had a soda in probably over 20 years. Uh, I don't take over-the-counter medications pretty much ever or any sort of illicit drugs. Um, No TV, no sodas, uh, vegetarian for a long time. But uh, I noticed that I have to go vegan now because I start adding dairy, and all of a sudden my whole system bails. And you've got to avoid uh-huh. sugar like the plague. But other than that, you will find that when you use the MMS, it dissolves a lot of that stuff. And if you look at that one video um, on YouTube by Bella, a U-K-T-I, it's, uh, she spells it with three A's. And look up her video on nanocrystals and quantum dots. And sodium chloride 
dissolves uh, mycoplasm, biofilm, uh, nanocrystals, these quantum dots, much of this technology that they're using to attack us, it dissolves. And so you take this MMS, which is sodium chloride, it literally can cross the blood-brain barrier and dissolve this. It can destroy the parasites in your brain as well. So you, you, you combine how we're being poisoned. Right now, my whole place is covered with smart dust. At night, literally, they are going over the water with crop dusters, dropping some sort of um, foam item in the water. And when I go to the bathroom, literally foam comes out. And I turn the faucet on and foam comes out. Oh and it's literally God. like my neighbors are being taken over. And uh, there's a lot of people that I just can't quite communicate with. It's like their brain's being dissolved. And the first time I found out some of this bioweaponry that's being done was uh, the Power Hour. They had this Dr. Cass Ingram on. It must have been like seven years ago. He talked about how the government sprayed Borrelia over Detroit in the late 1940s. That was part of a government warfare. They also did it over the Twin Cities with uh, radioactive material, and they also did it over um, uh, St. Louis, and they also did another one of those studies over San Francisco. They've done this all over the place. Uh, New York City subways, uh, they've been practicing this for a long time, and then they stationed their people in hospitals to see who would show up and what would happen and the effects. I mean, this is a long-standing thing. So we look at what they're dumping in the food, and that um, that guy from National News, Adams is his name. I think it's Mike Adams. He went in, and uh, he had his own lab, and he pulled out chicken McNuggets, and he literally found um, more gallon fibers in there. So we're just toxified with this garbage, and a lot of people can start to function when they start to think better. And people can't function. And I, and when we when you brought up earlier how we can get people on our side and how we can get more people in there, is we start getting some targeted individuals, like with my case, I think they were trying to put me in the psych ward and have me taken away because they stuffed me with chips when I was under. And they didn't want that out. So if I ever came up with it, knowing my father was a lawyer, they had to have me taken out that I'm psychological in that case so everybody would uh, discount me immediately. So if we ever find a way to get us TIs tested consistently, we can actually connect it to a hospital and that they're doing this to people. And I think that would wake a heck of a lot of people up. So if you go to Sanford yeah. hospitals that are nationwide and have millions of people go to them, a lot of people will wake up when they find out that they're chipped. And then the other thing is, is we can't have all these scared people in community acting like they care about other people and just like, oh, I can't put myself out there. Oh, I can't help anybody else. Oh, yeah, like Solange Martinez, she was on Renata and she needed people to um, – sign a petition to get rid of a judge. Well, it was like pulling teeth to get anybody to do anything. Well, I might be put on a list. Well, honey, you're already on the list. You better get moving. You're already on the list. I didn't mean the yeah. list. It's not funny. But it's like funny, you know, always, irony. We're on the list. I always have an excuse of why they don't have to help. And that's what's so bad about the TI community is, oh, I'm busy. Oh, I got a lot of things going on. Well, we all do. We're all being attacked and beaten up mercilessly. But we got to spend the time to do everything because one of the reasons we'll never gain any traction is everybody has an excuse of why they can't do something. So that's one of the reasons that we can't get the word out and get to other people. And some of these, um, you know, Protestant 
Christians, they act like it's a virtue not to do anything for anyone. And that's where Christ said, because he did not feed me when I was hungry, because he did not clothe me when I was naked. I mean, you get a laundry list. And at the very end it says, whatsoever you did not do for me, or for the least of these, you did not do it for me. If you did it for me, you did it for, uh, if you did it for others, you did it for me. So what you're doing to others, you're doing for him as well. We're all a community, and we have to stop looking at, like, oh, no, I can't put myself out there. Well, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Let me tell you, by the time you feel comfortable, you're probably going to be dead. And a lot of people, TIs are losing their lives every day. And you've got to start looking at the study that the Nazis did on televisions. This was back in 1936. They actually had a sports bar when they had the, um, the uh, 1936 Olympics in Munich. They were actually televising it in a local bar where they had a television screen there showing it live. I mean, and they were testing on what frequencies they could give. And you look at the frequencies, not just the frequencies, but the flicker rates. Start looking at those, and that's actual conclusive studies. And I remember seeing on Never Lose Truth where they were showing what they were doing through computer screens, so they were altering people's moods and changing their behaviors. Um, back in the 1980s, for heaven's sake, out of computer screens. They had the technology to do it back then. Do you don't think that technology has advanced even slightly since then? Uh, we're, we're looking at where people sit in front of their televisions. Initially, when you're not programmed to a television, which I haven't watched one for I cannot tell you how many years, uh, you can go in there and it will take you hours before you hit an alpha state. But once you've been in that alpha state, it will only take you anywhere from 20 seconds to two minutes to enter that alpha state, and it becomes highly addictive. Same thing with your cell phones. You want to be in that alpha state where all of a sudden you're just kind of like this, you, you feel relaxed. You get in that mode and all of a sudden you calm down, you're, you go from alpha to beta and you go through these different stages and all of a sudden your phone, your television, your computer become highly addictive. That, do you ever notice some people where they're always holding their phones and they always have to check their texts and everything else and they have to be fussed with yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> when we go out yeah. out there, mean, meaning out there in society, you know, take care of errands. That's, they are looking down at their phones that when I'm driving, some of the pedestrians aren't even looking where they're going, you know what I'm saying? The they're, they're in their own the world. People, people are, that's exactly it. They are in their own world, and that's the idea. Because you look at some of these, especially these kids who get addicted to games. Kids now are getting Alzheimer's at age eight. So you have brain or memory problems. Odds are you have your phone by you a lot of times, so or you've been watching a lot of TV in your life, and your brain's fried. You're also probably not watching your food. You're probably eating meat. You're probably eating a high amount of sugar. And so with the combination of all those, you know, you probably can't even function. And then you get something like Borrelia, which is in almost everything, and then it can actually ravage your mind. And then they can drive you like a car. And I saw them do that with my mother, and I didn't understand what was going on. And now all of a sudden I understand that basically she was uh, being driven like a car. Uh, and they're, we they're in the driver. We're just the vehicle vessel, and they're in the driver's seat, driving us in essence. Yeah, look at the now stuff. Look at um, how people are being roboticized. I mean, look at Ramola's video. I understand I haven't seen it, but it talked about that one fellow Omnisense where all of a sudden he's being uh, so much nanoparticles in him that all of a sudden he uh, 
they have him where they're driving him like a car where he can do, they can make him do anything they want. And that's happening to other people that I've spoken with where all of a sudden they can make them say things, they can make them do certain movements. Uh, they say that they're being completely controlled. Well, I believe it. I totally believe it. This is awful. And uh, Kim, what is your suggestion tonight? Um, because Deb had a good one. Just reach out. You know what? Just figure a way what to I reach did actually, out. What helped me recently, I went in and one of the reasons that they tried to put me away, one of the reasons was is my restrictive food intake. Well, that restrictive, I read the letters that they sent to the court where they were going to force drug me because I was... Um, because my restrictive diet, well, my restrictive diet was, is I would not eat the eggs that they gave me because there was bacon in them. And I'm a vegetarian. So that's a sign that I have a mental disorder and I have to be committed and forced drugged. I'm not kidding you. So I started ta- calling around vegetarian societies, telling them about this. And you know what? One of them knew someone and they gave me the number to a lawyer. Now, all of a sudden, I'm waiting for him to get back, and, you know, there's, there's a number of things going on there, but there's a, when they found out that there was this new uh, DMS-5 diagnosis of, it, it's called ARFID, thanks to Patrick, he brought that up to me, um, he found that one, and it's Acute Restrictive Food Intake Disorder. So if you're a Muslim and you decide that you're not going to eat pork, well, you've got a mental disorder. If you're a Catholic and you have Lent and you're not going to eat meat on a Friday, well, you have a mental disorder. Okay, if you're a vegan, you've got a mental disorder. Whatever they decide, they can do, and they can write things as liberally as they want. So all of a sudden, so you have gluten allergies. Well, okay, all of a sudden you've got a food disorder there. They wrote down that because they said um, I would only eat GMO nuts. Well, that wasn't true. I would only eat MSG-free nuts. Uh, uh, no, no chemicals on that stuff, no canola oil, uh, and you start adding anything that can variation of a diet, and then all of a sudden you're on the list of a psychosis. Well, almost everyone will qualify for that. I mean, if you're diabetic, you qualify for that. Just name any disorder. And so all of a sudden that started waking people up, and I... Um, Hopefully, they're, uh, I called PETA a couple times on that one because they're really trying to promote the vegan lifestyle. And um, I haven't quite gotten through to them, but I'm hoping for these people I can connect with someone there and get that moved forward. But we know that these groups are highly infiltrated. But when you look at what's going on as far as politically active, the most politically active, most aware, and most awake people tend to be vegetarians, primarily vegans as well, because they're not as poisoned by the food supply. Oh, okay. So you're taking one one of the biggest activist groups out of the equation. And then that's when I brought up what I knew about the North Dakota pipeline and then Deb's friend that was up there at Standing Rock. And a lot of people that got taken there permanently disappeared. People are permanently disappearing when they're being taken out. And we've got to start take, uh, paying attention to this. I mean, we have to go back to Dick Gregory when he was trying to bring attention to, um, sorry, I have some kitties in back that um, have been biologically warfared in here. Um, Dick Gregory, when he was talking about the L.A. riots, well, look up the L.A. riots. Dick Gregory um, 
something like eight or 10,000 black youths went missing, and he seemed to feel that he had evidence connecting where uh, the, the numbers that were taken in uh, where all those young men went disappearing is that they were taken to some island off of uh, some Coast Guard island out of or- off of Oregon, and they were organ harvested. And then you look at all the missing homeless, and there was a thing about seven, eight months ago, um, 200 missing homeless in, uh, I think it was Santa Clarita or Santa Rosa. And um, there was a professor, Dr. Scuddy, who felt there was a connection where she was traveling and studying this around the world, particularly China as well, and that they found that they were bringing foreign doctors over here and they were using the homeless for uh, organ trade. When you look at the average person, they poison us to such a point where people's organs are failing all the time. And part of that is dealing with mycoplasma, which is another reason why you need MMS, because it dissolves the stuff that's in your system, all these poisons, and you're less likely to have uh, organ problems. You're, you take, get rid of diabetes. It gets rid of 97% of all known illnesses. And you get that in your system, and pretty much you don't need the medical system. But all of a sudden, they have everybody sick, and all of a sudden, they have us cannibalizing off each other because we all need organs. Well, then... Answer solved. All, all of a sudden, are, you know, they've got the answer is, uh, you know, this homeless population, you know, they're just taking up too much space. You get rid of them, and each one can be anywhere, on average, about a million dollars just for a heart. Uh, supposedly, uh, liver goes about for $267,000. Kidneys go for the highest, from what I understand. Well, those are usually uh, about a quarter million dollars. Uh, you know, because usually you want two, but just for one, it's just the numbers are astronomical. And then you can start adding corneas, and then you can start adding tissue, and then uh, bone marrow. Bone marrow is $23,000 a gram, and it's good 17 days after you're dead. So they're finding a connection with these funeral homes where, um, in one case, if you start watching on um, George Webb after day 82, he starts going into, and you start following it for a couple weeks, he starts going into how um, in Chicago they actually exhumed a 93-year-old woman out of the grave so they could take her bone marrow. Uh, There's a huge uh, financial windfall um, on pulling people out of society. If you're looking at each homeless person that's organ harvested to be worth anywhere between $1 and $5 million, depending on age, blood type, tissue type, whatever, all of a sudden, talk about a huge moneymaker. Wouldn't you want people homeless to take them out nobody notice? And then you keep our society sick where you need those organs to begin with. So a lot of those people aren't in prime shape, but, you know, Say you take one in a dozen, that's good enough to use, you know, and one person may need intestines, another person may need kidneys, another person may need a liver, somebody may need lungs and heart, that's a big one. You start adding all these things up, uh, burn victims with skin grafts, I mean, you've got a lot of stuff going on there. We're talking big money. And you start hitting some of these causes. Right now, the vegans are the ones that are most outraged that we're now considered a mental illness. So I'm calling there, I'm talking to them, and I'm getting connections where they know people who know people who know people who are calling back to me. And then they can get me connected with um, with uh, groups that may write about and talk about this. Because my case really is truly extreme. 
my case is like so over the top with so much evidence that just in your face and it even says on the medical records that the management and legal system is worried about me. The only thing I need to push over to hit all these different organizations, 72-hour hold, primarily um, anyone be considered eating disorders, anyone be considered um, uh, gun rights, constitutionalists, uh, you can go in a whole group uh, uh, any form of activism, anti-war, civil, civil rights people, you can start going religious rights. Uh, I'm vegetarian because it was uh, re religious purposes. You can have Muslims as well. And so all of a sudden you're getting all these groups in with just one, my one story. And I'm going into these various others, but I can only do so much because they keep frying my computer and I need help. But the only problem is, is nobody wants to help anybody and they always have an excuse. Wait a minute, when you say that you think they're busy, do you feel it's personally like they don't want to help you or is that just the T.I. blow off for everyone? Just maybe. Uh, sometimes it's a T.I. blow off where it's like, um, it's like, well, if I, if I do anything, I'm going to get hit harder. Kind of like I was saying with Solange Martinez where she was asking people to go and um, fill out that paperwork. It was mm -hmm. like pulling teeth. A lot of people would say, oh, yeah, that's nice. I'll tell people about it. But you asked me if they did anything on it. Oh, well, they never got around to doing it. And the, a lot of the stuff is extremely time sensitive. And nobody has a sense of urgency. Well, I have things to do. But we all have things to do. All of us. So the thing well, about it is, when I left there, there were people who needed help as well. And all of a sudden, two years, today actually is the two-year anniversary of my release of that place. Two years ago. And I left that place, and I, I was going to, I promised to try and help these people. And I haven't been able to crack anything yet, but it seems like it's starting to actually open up in some areas. Thanks to um, some of the things that Patrick gave me. As far as links, uh, the AFRID thing helped, and the um, Chinese embassy. And then Deb was able to get the frequency things where they could, how they hit me, how they could initially get me in there. Uh, and she's also sent out a lot of emails. I'd say if it was wasn't for Deb, um, I would have been sunk long ago. And then you got me on your call, and that connected me with a few people, which really hasn't gotten very far, but you know. Everything helps if we can stand up and help one another and not just say, well, I'm going to help you and don't do it. You know, we've got to stand up and actually do something and come to each other's aid. So if somebody like Lynette comes in and talks about her thing with her car, if somebody can, like, help her, that would be great. You know, not everybody can do something. But if it's something like, can we make a phone call? Can we do uh, send in a petition? Can we... Uh, look of a phone number, this shouldn't be too much for the average person, but a lot of people it is too much. And so if that's too much, how are we going to get other people brought to our cause? If, how are we going to even reach out to other groups if we can't even make a phone call or have other people help us to do it? Uh, you know what? You're absolutely right. I mean, we've got to... Let's turn this back on this today. What, if we feel like we're too busy or going to be hit harder, okay, number one, put on a list. I didn't mean to laugh, but the truth is we're all on some list if, you're really a, if you are really a TI, if you're on a list, okay? 
We're, we're uh, on a death it's list. Hard. Let's be honest about you. We're on a kill list. We don't know if we're going to have mm. tomorrow, and a lot of us aren't going to have tomorrow, and they don't even know they're a TI. Um, I believe like all the occult and with the hidden, they're not going to give us a heads up, oh, by the way, I'm slow killing you. You know what I'm trying to say? And their main thing yep. is uh, if it's hidden, they're going to act like everything's all cool and stuff, so you, you know, ain't ever even thinking what time could it really be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you you're right. Well, bam, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what's kind of interesting about my case is people are starting to also realize that all these kids are disappearing, primarily through CPS. And where's CPS mostly taking them? These hospitals. Well, mm-hmm. well, I got social services involved with lying, altering records, and knowing the whole time and being fully aware of it. Okay, some of the people that were in there, uh, it sounded like they were scopolamined and they had some kids. And so some of these people are getting their kids stolen on false charges. And a lot of this dealing with the occult is transudafian magic with these Freemasons, and that goes back to Aleister Crowley, where you rape these kids and kill them, and you basically harness their their soul energy, and supposedly that gives you eternal life. And so you start looking into this, particularly in the area that I am, there's this fellow, um, Timothy um, uh, Holmesus, and he has a um, website, and I talked to him like uh, some months ago. The thing about it is, is now to prove it and move forward on that, my case can open up with his, with the missing kids as well, if I can prove that I'm chipped, that they're doing that there. So all of a sudden that goes in, then all of a sudden this other stuff can fall into place. And he can start seeing that where all of a sudden, okay, that wakes up that a lot of what they're doing is wrong, and he's uh, associating counties. Primarily, I can't remember if it's Castor Clay, which is on the other side of uh, North Dakota and Minnesota. So you got two things going in there, two states. So what is that? That's violating the RICO Act. So now we've got truly human trafficking because you're crossing state lines. Uh, can you have human trafficking if it's just in the, in the one state or it's still trafficking? Or uh, Technically, you've got to cross state lines. Uh, you, uh, that's where you violate the RICO Act. That's where you have interstate commerce and then the feds have to get involved. If it's something that's just within the state, that's just within the state problem. So that's where you can go in and find out where Trump really means what he's talking about with human trafficking. Well, he, why doesn't he start out with these hospitals that are shipping people? So all of a sudden you have doctors that go from one hospital to another and if they cross state lines, hey, now you got the RICO Act. If you're doing it without their consideration. Now they signed me up for um, Obamacare when I didn't ask for it because I wanted to read it first. I said, you can see if I qualify, but you cannot sign me up because I want to read it first. They signed it up, and then they took me to two different states, and then they did it. So now that we got insurance fraud. So now I'm going to people dealing with insurance fraud, which is what was done with me. So then we can also go into non-consensual human experimentation with the chips. You see how many different aspects of this there is and so how many groups are affected and how many people are being taken out there. Some of, one guy was hearing voices. Can we say voice to skull? Now, another thing about MMS, a lot of people found when they dissolve enough of this biofilm, um, their voice to skull goes away. 
Does yeah, it matter if they function. take the MMS oral? I mean, does is it both effective in the body if you take it in pills? Because I've heard someone in the community say it tastes like bleach. So uh, can you take it orally yeah. in the pill form, or do you have to, you know, swallow it in a, uh, in a drink? Well, no, um, well, I, I, I take for ingesting it uh, through the mouth, I take it in the pill form. I, I The smell, my system is so frail, I can't even handle the smell, or I just I throw it all up. No, it just about killing. Will it make yeah, you throw up if you taste it? Is is it nasty? Huh? Is it nasty to take the MMS or oh, or doesn't it just looks like taking it? Horrendous. Horrendous. I'd have to say the smell is absolutely horrendous. Um, Deb, what do you think about the MMS? Well, it reminds me of drinking bleach. That's the smell of it to me. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's one of the reasons um, I'm so far gone. Some people who are really far gone, they have to use the enemas. And mm-hmm. literally, you will see come out of your intestines like something that looks like a gelatin lining out of there, and usually huge white clumps. And sometimes you'll find one time, <laughs> excuse me, the entire toilet filled with worms. I was shocked. And that was another thing. They said I was delusional that I thought I had worms. That was delusional parasitosis. And when I got out, I actually um, had a doctor say, yep, look like worms to me. So uh, everything that I said was true and everything they said was false. So another area that you also have is Lyme's rights people, because this is happening to a lot of Lyme victims. People who have Lyme disease, this is happening to us all over the country. And it's also happening to people with MS as well. Uh, which is the same thing essentially because Lyme is known as the great mimicker. It just attacks the weakest part of your body. And one of the things it likes to eat the most is your nervous system and your brain. And so uh, MS patients, when my mother first got diagnosed, she went to a support group. A lot of the people um, got thrown into a mental institution before they even got diagnosed with MS before the plaque showed up because they were um, mentally insane. Oh, yeah. Uh, usually, um, that was also another thing. They immediately, as soon as they found out my mother had MS, they immediately wanted to commit me. Oh, it's because uh, she had MS uh, that's due to her psychosis. Well, then they did an MRI and found out it wasn't there. There was no sign of it. So they were searching for a psychosis the whole time, and none of their none of their decisions would fit. Mm-hmm. And then I found out on the paperwork that I actually had something cholangitis. Uh, which is a blocking of your intestines, your bio ducts, your kidneys, all the, uh, your liver, everything, uh, through to some sort of bacterial infection. And they were treating me secretly with antibiotics for that. And then the whole time when I go in there, they say, oh, you're depressed, aren't you? They start that thing. Meanwhile, they're treating me for a very serious illness, and they said, um, it's a very cute phase. And they thought I might die. And so then they had to get me in there right away. That's why they had to rush me there. Before at the other hospital, they were going to say that I didn't have anything, and then they found out my father was an attorney, so we better save her fast because somebody may do an autopsy on her and find out that, one, we stuffed her with chips, and, two, that we let her die. So they had to try to save themselves and say that I had a psychosis. So there's so many different avenues that you can go on this with a 72-hour hold. There's the vegan, there's the guns, there's the constitutionalist, there's the uh, disease. You can t- take any form of it. You can take Alzheimer's, you can take Parkinson's, all of them are Borrelia. 
There's a ton of different he, areas on this. Yes. To organize this, would you, would you really ask uh, in our community if each and every one of us would just pick one uh, that we feel is a subjugated group like ATI and reach out to them? And, yeah, uh, I mean, talk about someone like information. Uh, yeah, what mm -hmm. they're doing with medical kidnapping. If you care about kids, pick the kids aspect. I mean, all my case can go to virtually every single one of these things because the social worker group, they were involved with it and they were lying their bus off, and they can prove it. And they did it to such an extent where they tried to lie and they cover things so up and they altered documents so much that they're probably facing at least 100 years just in what they did with altering the medical documents, let alone basing it on someone who was mentally ill. So the person who was mentally ill that accused me of all these things that wasn't true, uh, they couldn't identify two mentally ill people that were accusing me, one of which they knew personally for decades that was a friend of theirs. Isn't that ironic? Mm. Yes, it is. So we each pick an aspect of how this affects everyone. We're getting almost 2 million kids go missing every year um, on the conservative, very conservative side. We were looking at 700,000 kids going missing through CPS. Where are these kids going? Uh, David Schurter uh, was trying to get attention to, in Oregon and Nebraska alone, 150,000 kids missing through CPS. Doesn't somebody care about this? I mean, they care so much about abortion and everything a lot of times. Don't they care about, you know, after it's born? You know, what about the fourth trimester? What about the fifth, sixth, thirtieth? I mean, does that matter just as much? Let's hit those pro-life people. Are you really pro-life? How pro-life are you? How about the uh, almost two million kids that go missing off the street every year that are after the third trimester? You get people up in arms over before that, but what about after? And that's where I think what you're saying about the target of America. Everyone's targeted. It's just nobody's seeing how it's actually happening. Exactly. They have it uh, as if they super compartmentalized guys to the point that we can't notice any other group but our own. But we almost have to notice another group to to help somewhat beat this thing because yeah, there's more of us slaves than it is slave masters. You know. That's why I've been trying we, to tell everybody forever. We we outnumber them. We are in our free speech zone. And TIs as a whole outnumber nobody that are awake of it. How many are on this call right now? What, maybe eight or ten? Maybe. How many? Uh, uh, five now. Five. Okay. We got five. Yeah. In, the, in what, um, 320 million people in this country, we got five. Exactly. Ooh. I bet the government's okay. quaking in the boots on that one. Okay. Say you hit all alternative media, all the alternative media on the best possible imaginable day, you got 3% of the population. That's if you hit it off. That, that, that's really not a lot to change. The thing is, no, we isn't. can't be in a free speech. We've got to hit other segments. We've got to hit the gun people. We've got to hit uh, the vegan people, the vegetarians. Vegetarians, believe it or not, are between 6 and 8% of the population now. People are that concerned about what's going on with their food that that's a, a, actually a fairly big portion of the community now. Mm -hmm. So you get that, that group in with us, 
all of a sudden, before you know it, uh, the problem is is dealing with the gun owners is they're a little brain dead because they're looking to the system again, like most TIs. It's like, okay, let's watch the laws if we get this senator or this congressman. No, they own all our senators and congressmen already. It's not going to do us any good. We've got to do it on the outside and kind of work around the system because they own the courts as well. The thing is, is if, if I do get a lawyer on this asset, which looks like it may happen because he looks like a fairly highfalutin guy and well-knowledgeable, mostly what I'm hoping for is he can frame my argument, tell me what and what not to say, and point me in an area and get me some sort of media where I can start getting the information out. Because uh, this guy is um, out on the East Coast. But he has a fair amount of connection, so it, all of a sudden I hit PETA. Okay, that's a big organization. If they can say, hey, this is what's happening to us. That's true. Well, guys, um, And you, know you realize with the Lyme patients that this is happening to, New England alone, 10% of the population has Lyme disease. When you start looking at the population of actually having Lyme disease, it's probably more like 20% of the population has it and they don't know it. Every autoimmune disease is Lyme. It's Borrelia burgdorferi. People aren't aware of it. Um, Probably all of us right now on the phone call have it and don't know it. Probably do. They have waterborne Lyme right now. Look it up, waterborne Lyme. If they gave it to... uh, people in Detroit in the late 1940s by spraying it over the water supply, going over um, uh, Lake Michigan with the stuff, and how many people got it and how it spread then. You know, what can they do now? And what the hell are they spraying on the lake at night here? You know, that makes me Probably the same thing. Probably the same thing. Well, you know what? Yeah. Um, That's really, we're going to, guys, we're going to, with the text call overall, and it's that it works, we can't. We have to leave it just there. Can feasibly we have another meeting? And just everyone, we need to reach out to other groups. Kim has listed quite a few of them, and I think each and every one of us listening right now may have a group, at least one group in mind that we feel strongly that's substantiated. Um, Let's reach out to them. We have information ourselves of what targeting is and sites to point them at. Um, we need to build and grow and touch hands with other subjugated Americans. Now, I'm going to get off earlier because I want to make that uh, to-do list tonight before it's too late to touch bases with Karen Milton Stewart. If all goes well, regardless, everyone, listen to me, I will be on Bright as Rain this Saturday as usual. 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time, and at 6 p.m. Pacific Time. And I'm keeping my fingers crossed that we have Karen Melton-Stewart and uh, her crew for this new organization. I Just the title alone, I'm digging it, Targeted America. And what we want to do is the minute I get it confirmed from her, I'm going to send out text and social media and I hope that all of you can come and with your friends to find out, you know, what this baby is really about and how it can help us, everyone, of reaching out to those other subjugated groups as we are a subjugated group. And that is uh, targeted individuals. Okay? Rallies and stuff are nice. I'm not here to say I don't want to even come off like I'm some kind of hater. It ain't even like that. 
uh, but we do have to touch bigger and broader because our end game is to get this exposed so we can get out of this program. And I'm definitely working on it 110% uh, not to use a offensive, you know, obscenity and keep my cool. So right now we're going to go ahead and close out a little bit earlier. I want to thank you all for taking your time to call in. Save the date, Saturday, May 4th, 2019, 9 o'clock. We're going on, and I hope it's with Karen Milton Stewart. You know what I mean? And we're going to be bringing more and more hard-hitting, subjugated individuals from various classes. Because I'd like to, I would like to have a gun rights advocate owner on this show. Okay, I want to flat with philosophical. I definitely want to flat with spiritual, okay? Because you know why everything is a slap? Because if it's the occult, everything's been lied to. And we're trying to decipher that as we fight. Now, between now and Friday, narrow it in. If you need the web, go to it. Narrow in on your group that you feel strongly is subjugated as we are, as targeted individuals. And let's start reaching out so we can touch hands. Share some information. A few websites, can we connect? Are you interested in, you know what I mean? We'd like you to join with us to fight, you know. It, usually their enemy is our enemy, guys. I'm almost sure of it. Powers that may be, Illuminati, Masons, they're all, they're all the same. Secret society. All One the of the things I think is important, though, we got to point that? out how psychiatry and the medical profession is key to this in the 72-hour hold. A lot of people don't see that where they'll just think, well, what's the big deal? Well, all of a sudden, when you're a uh, uh, mental case, that's when they can take you out. And that's what's being done. Uh, yes, yes. They, they, they can uh, go across some. Uh, someone once tried to explain it on one of these shows, or was it a YouTube video, when they, they can get almost like power of attorney, you guys, something odd and weird through psychiatry. It gives them an added right over that person, and you can, in essence, become a ward of the state. And you can be a highly just regular functioning human being, but you have no rights when it comes into that. Um, and uh, haven't That's what happened to much. me. And I'm sorry it didn't work out or whatever's going on with Solange Martinez. She knows a lot about it. I think she's been placed in 72 hours. Uh, my sister has two or three times, guys. <coughs> but anyway... Um, Save the date, and everyone, we're going to be on Saturday. And so far, I think I figured out the mechanism. I, my apologies, but we're going to be on right as rain, and I'll be on TalkSheet just for a little bit, and I'm still looking to launch into something big. And we'll slowly but surely, let's go ahead and please at least have one or two of your group. Um, Kim, you have numbers of some people in the community. Is that right? I have... Um, for what? to join or ban if they have questions to ask you about subjugated groups. We have to touch hands with other groups because we need the numbers, because of the powers may be. And trust me, if we start banning together, I'm almost sure our numbers would swell their little numbers. There's not as many of them as they like these oh. things. Oh, definitely will. And um, there, there was uh, a couple sites. I gave them to Deb. I can't find them right now, but... Um, uh, anti-psychiatry uh, was mm -hmm. one of them. I think it's okay. uh, antipsychiatry.com or something, and they have a whole mess of links on there. And there's uh, madamerica.com that I found, 
That's simple as MadAmerica AntiPsychiatry.com. I'm pretty that's pretty easy, you guys. AntiPsychiatry.com. Oh, um, Mad Set America. Who? Yeah, SetTheory.net and AntiPsychiatry.org and the Antipsychiatry Coalition were some of the ones that I found. I was allowed to use the computer for um, about an hour. Then after that, um, my friend's computer got some sort of virus uh, and took seven and a half hours to get off. And then after that, um, his computer got fried the next day. So I have zero access to a computer, but all of a sudden I could get an incredible amount of work done just having a computer for about an hour. And then I got a hold of the Cohen Ross Foundation, and they started connecting me to other people. With um, uh, They immediately said that I needed legal representation, and so they started connecting me with people as well. So this, um, you, you start one, and it usually will start going down another avenue. But okay, those, those are some places. And another thing, there's uh, a, people, if uh, you do have some sort of um, restrictive diet, I don't care what it is, if you're vegetarian, if you're diabetic, if you're whatever, um, look into this because they can say that you have a psychosis because you have some sort of restrictive restricted food intake, and they can write it in a ridiculous way where all of a sudden it sounds like you're nuts. Uh, they said that I wouldn't eat the food because um, I didn't like the way it was prepared. Well, I didn't like the way it was prepared because they put meat in it and I'm a vegetarian. Well, that's now a psychosis. And there, uh, in December 2010, the um, District Court of Ohio decided that vegetarianism is uh, under it's considered a religion under anti-discrimination law uh, and Ohio Federal District Court said it is perhaps one and that was in December 2010. So that's one avenue that uh, you're con- I believe it's under the Civil Rights Act of 1964 uh, Section 7. So we're, we're, there's actually laws out there but if we can get a num- number of people to realize that they're subjected to these laws and they don't realize that they're being systematically pulled out of society one one person at a time. Not everyone is being taken this way. Uh, they're hoping to get more people to the economic, but they're also taking people out in every direction that they can. It's, okay, it's sorry for taking so much time. That's okay. Thank you, Kim. If anyone doesn't have, if anyone have any last uh, remarks in closing, we've got a break soon. I've got to uh, tend to something really quick tonight with my sister as well and an appointment in the morning. So I only knew I would be on a couple of hours tonight. Hope to be on if we need to be longer because I've scheduled it in next Saturday, uh, the 4th of May. And we hope to have, I'm almost sure we're going to have Karen and her team targeted America. So with that, everyone, I want to thank you for coming. Um, we'll be on the Saturday writer's ring and uh, spread the word. And again, before we close, really think of a group. You can see it. It's subjugation. That is the group that we have to make that connection with. And uh, if you're afraid, uh, use an alias. Uh, feel the person out. If it feels perfect, abort it, of course. But at least we know you've knocked it out and tried. I'm going to try some organizations. So with that, everyone, I want to thank you for coming this evening, and we'll be on 9 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time this Saturday. Thank you again, and good night.